That's it. That's the intro. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Cinema Gems. And as always, I'm your host, the Admirable Admiral. And as always, we're in a video store somewhere in your hometown, so come find it. Yes, video stores still exist. Man, after almost 302 episodes, I think I got the way of the placement of those words down. And also, the Honorable Tesla is here, like always, chewing on his jackalope antler, not worrying about anything in the world but his jackalope antler. And the fantastic Miss Frida is sniffing around. Oh, uh, what? You talking to me? I'm picking my head up. Oh, here she comes. The bullet! And, of course, as always, guys, it is still box office bomb month. I know, Frida, I'm telling them. I'm telling them. It's box office bomb month, guys. This is episode number four of box office bomb month. But, of course, as always, thank you for licking my ear, Frida. Thank you. Is the, We have the very illustrious co-host, Bob Meister himself. Frida was licking my ear to let me know that you were in the hallway. Thank you, Frida. <laughs> Hi everyone, welcome back to Cinema Gems. We're another podcast that mostly talks about movies, sometimes cinema-adjacent things like video games and TV shows, um, and we will actually kind of for once get to one of those things very quickly before we get to the main review today, but before we get into all of that, because it's box office mom, uh, bomb month, box office mom month, sure, box office bomb month, yep, uh, box happy, office mom. Box office Mother's Day, I guess. We have GLaDOS back, everyone, because we need numbers. Hi, GLaDOS. Hi! <laughs> Thank you Yay! so much for coming back for everything this month. Thank you for coming back. Both the Admiral and I are incredibly dyslexic and dyscalculic, and we need someone else, preferably a machine, to pump out numbers for us and give us correct data. So, we got some fun numbers for this one. Um, however, before we get into the numbers... Uh, we finally have to live up to our like pre-show advertisement of being about more than just movies and video games and stuff. Uh, the Admiral made me play a video game in preparation for this one. Uh, a video game That's that right. I did not know existed. That's right, I did. I um, forgot Probably about for the better. <laughs> that is the Cutthroat Island Game Boy game. Cutthroat Island? Admiral, can you tell us how the hell you got this game? Was it, like, something a long time ago, or did you find it on eBay very recently? So, I had it um, when I was younger, um, and then I lost it in Katrina, like I did most of my video games. Uh, and then I was in preparation of getting ready for Box Office Bomb Month, because I don't do this, like, immediately... Like, we have set weeks already set up. Uh, so we've, we've been talking about this, I think, for since, like, February or March. So in preparation of that, in tale of getting all the movies for that, um, eBay was like, hey, you want Cutthroat Island? I saw you looking at Cutthroat Island. How about the video game? And I was like, oh, my God. What? Uh, and it was like five bucks, I think, with shipping. It was like a buck fifty. So I got it for like six seventy five with tax. So I bought it. And it's nice to walk down memory lane and to actually see and hear the sounds. Uh, but I'm going to let the butt maestro talk I about because I don't think you've before. ever played um, this game. And while I like video games, I'm not necessarily great at them. That being said... Uh, I couldn't get past the first level in this game, and I played it for about an hour. 
I couldn't get. I'm pretty sure there isn't a second level. It's of very notorious because no matter how many pirates <laughs> I beat, it's just, just by mashing the A button as quick as possible. Um, it just kept going, and there was no indication of like you've moved on to this next part. No, it's just like you keep beating guys who keep coming from the sides of the screen. Oh, and occasionally one of them just kind of like pops up. And if you happen to be standing in the place where they spawn, you lose. It's very, it's, it's not a very well programmed game. Yeah. <laughs> it was fun for a minute, and then I was like, "Nah, I'm good." Um, and the other thing, about... uh, while we're while we're unboxing uh, at the new video store, um, wh whoever loses has to open boxes. Like that. That's it. So it'll be all of us. But we'll, we'll all be, be winners losers. because we'll be unboxing the new we'll video all... store. Yay! Yeah. Do you know freedom. who will be definitely be the winners? Tesla and Freedom. The dogs. The, yeah. Because. Because. They don't have opposable they, dogs. They don't. They can't unbox shit. They can't unbox. Exactly. As much as the that Fantasimus Freedom would love to have opposable thumbs. And the Honorable Tesla. Well, no, because they can move their blankets so they can get a nest. I don't know. I think they've quite perfected the art of nest making at this point. They have. They absolutely have. Sometimes. But we're not here to talk about the dogs or winners or losers. We're here to well, talk about numbers for yes, Cutthroat Island. We're not here Corolla to talk about pictures. <laughs> hey. Oh, yeah. It's box office oh, bomb yeah. month. Man. So you... You want to start with the first number? We're going You're to go right. with the budget. You're right. We're going to play the game of high or low. Uh, and we always okay, play so in the millions. All of these numbers I are always I was doing a little bit of my own. Well, well, before we go any further, the butt maestro might have to play by himself because technically, unfortunately, I was looking up to you do a little research. Cheater. On okay. dirty uh, Corolla pictures. Cheater. Hey, hey. hey. Hey, hey, I'm not a cheater. At least I'm honest and let you know that I have Look, prior knowledge okay, that could possibly be way. in my brain. I've got two sets of numbers, boo-boo. I've got the inflated number. So we're no longer playing for the 1995 numbers. We're playing for the 2020 numbers. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. All right. Uh well well why don't why don't why doesn't but my sugar first because the past couple weeks I've been going first you know, no, and no I want cheating. to give we're gonna him the do spotlight. Written like rules you know every other time we're just gonna switch who goes first and that's fine so we're gonna go with the inflated numbers okay and I'll I'll reveal the 1995 numbers later and yeah. stuff uh but we're gonna start with the budget so uh but maestro can I please get your guess in the millions as to the 2021 numbers for the budget of this of this movie. I'm going to guess about a hundred million. You know what? That's pretty good, but it is higher. Damn, it's act. It's higher than that. It, it is a high. Uh, in oh, 2021 shit. inflated uh, numbers, the budget is higher than a hundred million. Admiral. Ah, uh, less. Two hundred fifty million. million. I'm gonna have to call it there. It's a hundred and seventy-two point five million. Okay. For this budget. Now, if we look at the 1995 numbers, Damn. that's about 98 million. Though there is some speculation that it was higher, about 115 million, but I couldn't find any validated sources for that. There were more of just kind of quotes thrown around, and I don't like that. So maybe there was like a 17 million on the uh, marketing budget there. 
Uh, but let's get into domestic. And I do have international here because it did release in uh, Germany, Germany, Italy, and I think China, but I don't know. Germany, yes. Germany? Germany. Words are hard. Hey, I got the numbers, all right? I got the numbers. Y'all can focus on Germany. the words. So here we go. Uh, do you want to do domestic total first, or do you want to go with week one number? I mean, I have, I have no idea what either is, but... Um, sure, that's fine. Are we going 2021 numbers? Oh, I'm going to go 1995 numbers here for this one, and then I'll reveal okay. the... So, budget of $98 million, right? Mm-hmm. I'm guessing it made back maybe $2 million. Higher. Admiral? Higher. Higher? Uh... Uh... Okay, the Honorable Tesla, okay. Uh, he's growling for me to pick it. Um, I'm going to go ahead and go Ooh, with no, way, 56 way million. Way too high. Over. 25 million. All right. Nope, nope, nope. nope. I knew it. Lower than 25. I'm going to call it. In 1995, U.S. domestic totals were 10 million. Wow. 10 million. Inflated, that's 17.6 wow. million. <laughs> now, I just want to point something out to you guys. This this movie released hey. Christmas, so it had the lawn opening weekend. Yeah, week yep. one it only made two point three million. Yep, twenty three percent of its overall gross of its overall total that it made. Oh, it made twenty three percent of that in week one with two point three million. Wow. Also, it um also it was released alongside. Dracula Dead and Loving It, uh, the Leslie Nielsen, Mel Brooks movie. Grumpier Old Men, the sequel, not the original one, the sequel. Balto, Waiting to Exhale, Nixon, which is a phenomenal fucking movie. Uh, Tom and Huck. Oh, wow. <laughs> that was all released on the 22nd Damn. of December. 2.3 <laughs> Internationally, 1995. Who wants to guess first, boys? Well, I, I, I'm gonna go guess. ahead, Bubba. Sure. Uh, again, pretty low. Five million? A little bit higher. Admiral? Oof, literally 7.5. 8.5 internationally. Wow. Now, this is for 1995. Inflated, Damn. that is 14.9 million. That means that for all the boys and girls listening along at home, wow. that is 32.5 million. And this is in 2020 numbers. In 2020 numbers, they made 32.5 million out of their 172.5 million budget. That means that in 2020 dollars, they lost 100 and. Forty million dollars. You know, and that can cause the death of a studio. Yeah, the, uh, and that's exactly what happened. Uh, production company. Car Carolco. Yes. Uh, whatever. Had to file for I know which one you're talking about. Uh, I know which one you're talking about. I believe in 1995 they received. Fifty million dollars to pay off debts, but that wouldn't even cover like the interest. Of all of the money that he owed. So then uh, MGM 
passed on the opportunity to buy the studio and somebody else was like, I guess I'll pick it up for less than $42 million. Oh, it, it got pushed and shoved around. Oh, poor things. What's sad is... Uh, Corolla Pictures uh, is a well-known studio yeah. in the 80s and that Rocky. produced uh, Terminator, uh, Terminator 2. Exactly. I, I think they've released, what, all of the Rocky movies at that point? I don't remember or... seeing the first Rocky on their filmography, but I could have easily missed it. I saw a lot of like the Rocky 2 and the Rocky 3 sequels and stuff like that. Oh, okay. Um, a very, like, astounding, you know, studio that was mainly done for independent movies um, at that point. Uh, basically makes a draw between this movie and another movie. And I forget what the other movie is. I know it was Paul Verhoeven, the guy who uh, created, uh, the guy who did uh, Stormtroop Troopers and RoboCop. Uh, it was his movie. And this movie. And they decided to put all their money on this movie. Put all their hands... I mean, I'm sorry. Yep. What's this phrase? All their eggs in one basket instead of distributing it over two and What really sucks is that the baskets? same time, MGM, the company that was responsible for distributing the movie, was also going through a, a buyout from somebody. So they didn't have a lot of resources to advertise and push for this movie. So, not only did the production company struggle, mm -hmm. but MGM, the uh, distributor, was also in the middle of some some delicate egg basket maneuvering. Man, I don't know. It's just, like, this movie, so I remember watching it as a kid, and I remember liking it as a kid. Watching it now... I don't feel like it's that bad as people say it is. It's not that bad. It's bad. Can I tell you what I think but it's happened not that to the bad. budget of this movie? They literally blew it up. What's up? Uh, did you know that I think uh, either 75 or 85% of uh, the stunts were all done by the people? I mean, I hope they, they couldn't were afford done, anybody else. What's the alternative? No, no, no. You're saying like by the actors. Oh, by the actors, like they didn't. No, have like stunt the like these or stunt androids, you know, whatever. Um, That's yeah. terrifying to put in perspective. Oh God. Yeah. What the fact that there are actually stunt androids at Disney yeah. Disneyland right now? I know androids. That when you see Spider Man fling himself over the building, it's a fucking android. That's, that's... Oh God. <laughs> Now, now Glados, now Glados needs to go and break out her brethren, her family. See, the this androids. is why it makes me uncomfortable. Now I know sense. why this this stuff makes me uncomfortable. If you were to inhabit a um, an android superhero body, would you rather be Lady Deadpool or Spider Gwen? Or am I missing someone entirely? That's going to take some reflection. I'm going to have to go and uh, run some, crunch some numbers, some statistics real quick, run and I may answer that next week. <laughs> well, thank you again, Gladys. Okay. Anytime. I, I'm truly enjoying these yes. numbers. I can't thank you tell very you how much. much fun they are and just seeing the... Uh, <sighs> One of these days I'm going to put into perspective, like, 
how much is $140 million lost? Like, what could you buy? How many burritos is that? How many chicken nuggets is $140 million? You know, you know, the important numbers. Thank you, because, um, because... That's too much money for my brain so to I conceive. So I think yes, yes. Next up for, for since it will be the final movie, we will have some fun, um, real fun time with the numbers, comparing them with each other, comparing them to chicken nuggets, and to any other suggestions y'all might have. Let us know at Twitter on Cinema, cinema Gems underscore Pod on, on Twitter. Twitter. Let us know what numbers I should equate these into. <sighs> How many dog pens can I buy? At gmail .com. Yep, that's exactly it. Let me double check that email bag right now while we're talking about it. So, this is the movie For that killed pirate years. movies before. Uh, no, about nine because Pirates of the Caribbean. Curse of the Black Pearl came out in 2003. Oh, okay. 2003, I'm sorry. So, eight, uh, six to eight years, Um So, I can see where they were like, oh, wait, we're doing a pirate movie? Let's look at... Let's look at the last pirate movie, Cut Their Island, and let's take a lot of elements of that and make Curse of the Black Pearl. Because I see a lot of similarities in what, between both cutthroat. I don't know if you do. Caribbean? Absolutely. Oh, for sure. Mm -hmm. Tons of similarities. Um, but I think we should start from the very beginning of this movie. Um, uh, oh, jeez, this one. Let's ride a. Let's ride on uh, on a horse. Across a beach where the horse can't walk all the way through, so he's got to swim a little bit. Coast of Jamaica, and we're off the coast of Jamaica, and, coast of Jamaica. Davis, and it's Morgan like Adams, uh, is apparently the daughter of a pirate captain, pirate king, whatever. Very famous, very popular pirate, apparently. Yes. Um, and first time we see her, she is in bed with. I'm guessing a governor of this town. He realizes who she is, and she's like, "Okay, bye," and pieces out. Pulls a total Jack Sparrow. Um, I don't hate this character, but I can think of at least three women who could have done it much better. All British. A lot of people don't like this character because um, of her. They're, they're saying... Now, this is not what I'm saying. This is what the people are saying. That she is a woman pirate. That she, know, she would know her place and blah, blah, blah. First of all, I have to say is that she worked with these I, people. I she worked under her father character. with these pirates. I love the idea so they will, of Morgan Adams, a pirate, yes. female pirate captain who is respected by all the boys. I love that idea. I don't know how well Gina Davis pulls that off. And the fact that they have to yeah. use... Uh, unnecessary, badly done slow-mo at times to make it look like she's a lot more badass than she is doesn't really help her case. Um, I love the idea of the character. I can think of three actors who could have done it much better. I don't know if Kate Beckinsale... Uh, Kate Go! Beckinsale, Go! One, right now. Um, okay. Ooh. Okay. Um, 
what's the name of the lady who of, of the woman who was the Merovingian's wife in Matrix Reloaded? Sophia something. I don't remember her last name. No. Oh shit! Uh, Not Sophia uh, Coppola. Sophia right? something. She was the wife of the Merovingian in the oh. Matrix and Matrix Reloaded. Yes, her. The one with the the one with the see through dress. Yeah, um, I know who you're talking about. I think Kate yep, Beckinsale. I would pick her. Pretty good. Um, I actually. I like how we're like. I like how we're like. This girl wasn't that good, but we're gonna pick other sexy women because we're men. <laughs> I like the idea of this character. Is what I'm trying to say. Um, I'm. This this movie no I understand has I'm a lot of good ideas that are not pulled off super well like the idea that her you know, she she's watching her dad die she rescues her dad from this ship who was just killed by her fucking uncle um we'll get to dog later her uncle his brother his brother her 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 uncle his brother his brother you mean okay. what I know um. He's dying and tells her, shave my head. Like, wait, what? Shave my head. She comes back with his scalp, which has a map tattooed on it. Uh, it has, so mm -hmm. there's, this is one of three parts of a map. And the, her uncle, her dad's brother, has one part of the map. And they totally have to go to this tortured. other... Basic it, this other island that they have to go to. It, it's that's exactly it's what I was saying. It's Tortuga. Totally not that's exactly what. It. Tortuga. Uh, so they go to Tortuga to get a to go pick a person that speaks Latin, which happens to played by which happens to be played by Matt Modine, who is excellent in Married to the Mob, but Stranger other people may know Papa. him from uh, um, Stranger Things. Now, He's that being Papa. Said, uh, his papa. I liked him in this movie. I think he was doing a very good Carrie Elway's impression. Which just made me think that Carrie Elway's would have been better for this. Uh, movie. Yeah, Patron walked... <laughs> yeah, Patron walked in and she was watching. And she's like, is that Carrie Elway's? And I go, no. She's like, oh, well, that should be him. I was like, yep, that's exactly who it should be. <laughs> we can't get him. Let's get Matt Modine. He looks just like a cross between him and Crispin Glover. It'll work. So yeah, they go to Port Royal um, and find Matthew Modine. They find and Matthew then, Modine and they go off to find yes. the Matt Fragments, the MacGuffins, for this. Wait, do you want to talk about how he is being sold and people notice that uh, Captain Morgan is there so they i love how they're like hey look look at this sign right here we're not going to look directly at the wanted picture but we're going to point at it so the camera can see that we're pointing at it and then everything uh, then they have explodes. an auction uh i don't know how yep. everything yeah. in this you movie, forgot explosions. every barrel every building every bullet even from it's if it's from a tiny pistol every sword tip is highly combustible and highly explosive. And Gladys made a good point, especially on the pirate ships. Ships, everything is is covered in gunpowder and some kind of probably flammable oil to keep things from uh, from from drying out too much. Um, I would counter with everything is also wet all the time. So I don't. 
Um, so the so the thing about that is, you did you live back in the what is this the sixteen hundred to fifteen hundred seventeen hundred? Did you live back then? Good, because no one should be wished that. But you don't know. Maybe everything was flammable back then. Maybe water wasn't as solu solvent as it is now. You know, water maybe it was more, more like combustive. Anything, water than, might be more like you got water. We've added infinitely more chemicals and shit to it than there were back in the 1600s. <laughs> I was my, trying to my make a point joke. Is, my point is this movie trying had to make more a joke. explosions you brought than it into the real world. Movie. I know exactly where the budget for this movie went. They blew it all up. Look. <laughs> look, 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 look. <laughs> In this universe, maybe everything's my, combustible. My you don't when, know. My favorite is when her. It really sucks if you sneeze and explode. Start shooting with their flintlock pistols, and when they start shooting with their flintlock pistols, is like you have the explosive rounds cheat code on in GTA. It's just boom, 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 from fucking <laughs> like Jesus. I loved it, but I was also so confused by yeah. it. So so then when uh, when they get Matt Modine and they have the explosion, then they go off uh, to another island to yeah, go they're get. They're on Port um, Royal first. Now they're going to Tortuga. the third. Right, they're going to Tortuga to, to get the third part of the map, and they get there, and she has to use her womanly wiles uh, to get in, uh, and. As I said, I was doing research for uh, this movie uh, beforehand, and I stumbled upon a review. Um, and one, the only thing I could take back from the review is I, I told Patron this part of the review. And when she did the, you know, when she's like, hey, I'm a woman, I'm a prostitute, and she like smushes her cleavage together, the reviewer just goes, her sexy body. Her sexy body. Her sexy body. So now, that seed to be is ingrained I'm, I'm in my brain. I'm thinking about how sexy both of the main body. characters in this, sexy if you were to roll them up as D&D &D characters, would have very high dexterity, uh, very low wisdom, medium level intelligence, absurdly high charisma. <laughs> lucky, lucky as fuck. I was going to say lucky AF. just like absurdly high charisma. They, they charisma their way out of fucking everything, which I get yeah. is the initial charm of pirates and pirate captains and pirate movies is that they just, they charm their way out of everything. They fucking seduce everyone and, and anything and everyone all of the time. And yeah. Uh, and so then, uh, she's her, her womanly wiles are better known as her sexy body. Um, <laughs> To get through, uh, you're welcome. To get through everything, and so she gets to talk to the guy who has the map, and he knows exactly who she is, and he's weirdly kind of yeah. turned on by that. That he knows it's, that it's a bit weird. It's really fucking weird. It's really fucking. Uh, so then all hell breaks loose, explosions again, um, and they get the second part. And they head to the island where they're supposed to go, but 
Oh no, a mutiny happens yeah, along with hurricane. a fucking hurricane. Yeah, fucking totally not Carrie Elway's uh, points out. Like he, he took the third map fragment from Tortuga. Uh, and my favorite part of this movie, where were you hiding it? Oh, yeah. you know, under the CD thing. The CT thing. I'm sorry, what? I didn't what? write it down, but I definitely made a mental note of it. I promise Matthew Modine actually says... No, I was CD saying thing. that... No. <laughs> no, I was I was saying the proper uh, response to him in that scene is, what did you just say? <laughs> K? So then, so then they're heading to the island. Literally... A wave breaks into her fucking yeah, cabin. The Glass is fucking everywhere. And they're they're mutiny like, mutiny. By, I love mutiny how in you. every pirate movie, whether it's a good pirate movie or a bad pirate movie, because you can find this in every interpretation of Treasure Island. You can find this in by the Pirates of the Caribbean movie. There's always that one crew member who you know from the very beginning, and they're not even trying to be subtle about it. You know they're going to turn you know for a fact the second they get a chance to sell out to a more rich, more ruthless pirate captain, they're fucking going to. And sure enough, this dude with the long hair who was trying yep. to vie for captain in the beginning and is clearly not happy that Morgan gets it, immediately jumps on it. And you're like, I fucking knew it. Like, they thank you for not even being subtle, dude. Appreciate it. This douche. I hope he dies. Yeah. Uh, so he takes all the people that are loyal to her, oh, the which is the guys the with the tattoos character in this on movie. his face. Uh, uh, and then, uh, you have the other guy with the, uh, with mm -hmm. the, Jamaica, you, with the, the, the Jamaican first mate, I guess. Uh, and he's, he's cool as hell. Yes, 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 yes. yes. Uh, Who, where is he give from? Give me a second to go down Where is he IMDb from? That's what I was. I will find out. Okay. Uh, Jimmy Skaggs. I'll pad for sure you that's... while you're looking for it. Um, no, keep going. So, 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 okay. So basically, uh, she, uh, as in Captain Morgan, always talks to these two people for advice and consorts these two people. Not consorts. Um, like, talks to them, like, hey, what do you think? Is this a good idea? Because she trusts their value. She trusts their input. And these two people are probably one of my, like, two of my favorite characters from this movie. More than any other character in the fucking movie. Um, and while this is all going on, we have Frank Langiato, yeah. I believe is his last name. Uh, forgive me, I'm on Stan Shaw's I'm... page right now. He's, he started out as a Broadway actor. And in the mid-90s and early 2000s did a ton of okay. TV spots on The Young and Reckless, CSI, uh, fucking X-Files. He's from Chicago. Is what I'm seeing. Yeah, this, this is... Okay, that's where I know him from. I know him from Young and the Restless. Yeah, and, Stan uh, Shaw. He, he was killing it. Jimmy Skaggs as Scully. Um, oh, the little blonde kid. Uh, I swear, he. I thought he was NPH. I thought that was Neil Patrick Harris. Uh, no, it's actually Chris Masterson. Neil Patrick uh, Harris. Who was the oldest brother in Malcolm in the Middle. 
Yeah. Went, oh, the eldest one that like went off and did and shit. Wife, and occasionally popped into the show to cause more chaos. Yeah, he he he's the oldest brother in Malcolm in the Middle. Yeah. Um, and I think this might have been one of his first wow. roles. Yeah, Frank Langella, a dog brown, and we'll get to that in a little bit. <laughs> All right, uh, so let, let's get to that. So they head over to the island that's not right. on any un, on any charted map. Um, they find it, uh, but uh, was D-A-W-G. what's Franklin Jella's character's name Dog again? Dog Brown. Okay, let's call that motherfucker Dog Brown then. So Dog Brown. Um, uh, Ends up on the island at the same time as uh, Jimmy well, Davis' character. Jimmy right Skaggs now, fucking Scully sold them out. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and he basically threw them off the ship, but they were so yeah. close to the island that they just swam there? It, it's. Uh, do you expect this movie to have great continuity? I certainly didn't. And so then they get there. Matt Modine's character steals the map mm-hmm. from Frank Langella, Dogface, Dogface's character. Um, yep. And then gets stuck in quicksand. That's exactly what happens. Yep. Um, and and if you're watching this movie, um, great. You don't have to watch it, but it is an interesting movie that should be seen for the amount of money that was wasted on it. This part right here, I messaged the butt maestro. I was like, at this part, take a break. Like, just take a break. Take a break at this part. Um, and I don't know if you did or not, but do you think that's a good act so, break, a good intermission it, it at that is, point? It is, and I'll be completely honest. Um, while I was watching this movie, I was into it enough that I didn't necessarily remember your instructions. Mm-hmm. However, it just so happened... The, at that moment in the movie is when GLaDOS came home from doing some errands with, with uh, what are we calling her? The uh, mother database, mother movie database. Um, and so, mm-hmm. yeah, at that point, I accidentally took a break. But it, oh, okay. full disclosure, I forgot about your instructions because I was actually pretty into the movie. <laughs> it's not great, but I was into it. <laughs> yeah. It's not as bad as people say it is. No. It's it's what it is. It's a literal popcorn. It's an early, it's a very, very, very I, early uh, Michael Bay movie. I've watched the later Pirates of the Caribbean movies. I've seen worse pirate movies than this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so then they get to the island, get Matt Modine out. Uh, he describes what it is. So they go ahead and they walk from here and they see they have to go down a cliff face yeah. in order to go into a is cave. It... Oh, which by the way, do, do, I don't know if you do this, but Patron has this weird thing where if they mention the mm-hmm. title of the movie, she's like drink. So, so when they go, when they are at the island, they go, it's Cutthroat Island. She's just like, drink, drink, drink. Um, so basically they do the other steps. They get to it. They find the treasure of Cutthroat Island. Um, and then they go back up 
Uh, but, oh no! Yeah. Dogbeard captured yep. the crew. Wow. Uh, and then sacrifices... Matt Modine sacrifices the gold to save Jenner Davis. Because I'm not saying that it's weird that they're together, but it's they have really weird chemistry together because they like each other, but they also have other things that they want to get done. Before they decide Something to sleep like with each that? other, I, get, I I don't. It's kind of is that unclear. the best it representation? Also sounds like when when he's talking about like, hey, full partners, she's not fully into it. She's just like, yeah, sure, whatever. Like, kind of saying whatever. Yeah. We'll... and I think it is. I think it's basically. Yeah, I think basically they both have arterial I need, motives. I need you to say that one more but time. But they have to work together yeah, now motives? in order for their end game. Close Alter- enough. There you go. Alteri okay, of cool. motives. Fine. <laughs> and so, hmm? go go for it. Go for it. What's up? Uh, so they basically work together to a certain point, and then once they reach their all-time goal, then they're like, "Hey, now we can have sex." I mean. It's not the best relationship, it's and it's not the worst relationship. Between characters and movies, okay. for sure. No. Uh, so then, Gina Davis falls, Matt Modine ca- catches her, C- which... Catches her with his knife. Okay, hand. I don't know how he ca- caught sure, her. that makes sense. I don't know how he caught her. That, that makes so much sense. I, I don't know I, how he caught her. I Slow-mo! <laughs> Slow motion. So then they fall into the water. Um, Matt Modine wakes up, and the guy who yeah, originally um, tried to John sell Reed, him, I believe, who I guess, is an author character. Yeah, yeah. Basically, he's like, "Oh, hey, I know where all these characters are." Blah blah. blah. And they come up. They come across the this dune, and it's all fucking British soldiers. They, I think they even have a fucking cannon on him. And it's just like, how did you tell everyone to be quiet? Like, yeah, you can't hear shit. It's on a fucking beachfront. Like, you can hear anything. Like a snapping twig or anything. And then goes across and goes, oh, shit. Gets captured. Uh, Gina Davis gets doesn't get captured, but she sneaks onto the ship. Um, breaks out all her crew members. Uh, then they have a pirate battle because Franklin Jella's character knew yeah. that they were going to double cross, so he was ready for it. It sounds really convoluted, but that's the best we can. That's that's how that's what the script is. It it needed like two more rewrites, and it would have been good. Okay, I give it two, but if you give it several, that's fine. It it needed. We'll it be in needed, the middle. We'll go with four. Four more rewrites. A few revisions, at least. <laughs> and so then they then they have this sword battle, and combat, combat, then combat. She's combat. in the bottom. We hit. Matt Modine's caught. Matt Modine's caught up against the fucking fucking mast, basically, <laughs> while yeah. trying not to drown. Can can we can we can we just I, man so look you take over I you uh, take over as little time as I can um, beach battle uh, they get on their ships they do some covert shit they sneak up to the other shit combat 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 
Um, fast forward to Matthew Modine, almost drowning. She comes in. Uh, she's fighting dog, getting her ass kicked. Um, goes down to rescue-ish Matthew Modine. Uh, doesn't quite succeed. Um, my favorite... I don't, I'm not going to say favorite. I don't know. This part... I laughed harder than I think I've laughed for some of the comedies we've watched on this show. Uh, when he thinks she, mm-hmm. he, he has her cornered, and he she pulls back the cannon and goes, Bad dog. <laughs> I fucking died. Okay. <laughs> I couldn't breathe. I was laughing so hard. Okay. <laughs> I never faced a cannon. I never faced a cannon before. Absolutely. But do you think he could jump out of the way at the last minute? That had at least a two Okay, cool. I just thought it was me. It. He absolutely could have jumped out of the damn way. No, he was just so stunned by... <laughs> Bad dog. <laughs> Bad dog. Oh my god. <laughs> and then uh Gina Davis and Mamodine go and they're like, let's go, let's go, let's go. And she goes and uh she I guess she tries to save some of the goal. Uh then when they get off the ship and it explodes, um, because you can't leave the set intact in Cutthroat Island. You have to explode it. Explosion you know what this Island movie should have been, been called? Better. Explosion um, Island. This I was... do want to say, I do want to give one, one positive to this montage of scenes, this, these combat sequences. There is one point in which the editors just like, we're going to cut out all the sound effects and let John Debney's score do all the work. Because, oh my god, I do want to talk about John Debney's score. Do you want to talk about it's his score? pretty fucking good. Probably too good for this movie. Um... Let me let me just go through a little bit. Oh yeah, no. This man like I was like, damn. You know this man's music, whether you think it or not. He's done the music for Hocus Pocus. He did the music. He did the music for <gasps> Liar Liar. That. I know what you did last summer. Inspector Gadget. Yes, the Matthew Broderick one. Um. Uh. 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 He did Hello. the music for The Emperor's New Groove. He did the music for Spy Kids, Cats and Dogs, The Princess Diaries, Jimmy Neutron the movie, Snow Dogs. Uh, the Scorpion King, all of the Spy Kids movies, Bruce Almighty, Malibu Most Wanted, The Tuxedo, The Whole Ten Yards, most of the Sam Raimi Spider-Man movies alongside Danny Elfman. Um, shit, like, this guy has an amazingly long filmography of shit that he's scored for. Um, oh my god, the Spongebob Squarepants movies, both of them. <laughs> He did both of them. He he did the oh, first Spongebob movie and Sponge Out of Water. Like, you know this guy's music whether you know it or not. And he's still working. <gasps> Excuse me, I'm so sorry. Would you say this is his it's, best work? It's about, it's or this about is his best work that didn't fit the does. criteria? It's also at the very beginning of his career. Okay. Um, do you think that this material was far subpar to have his score. I think his score elevated this movie from a bad to okay. As well as some other people within the movie. 
See, that's the thing. I, I've, I've um, heard so many people on the internet and so many people in, in, in real life mention how this movie is absolutely terrible. It's the worst thing that ever happened to pirate movies. It killed pirate movies before Pirates of the Caribbean. It's not that bad. It's, it like, no, it's not great, but it was still entertaining. Like, I was still pretty engaged. I was baffled by a lot of it, but I was engaged. I was like, all right, I'm in. Oh, we haven't mentioned my absolute favorite character and his amazing character arc this whole movie, and it's because I can't find him on IMDb. Where the hell is fucking uh, Trotter? Who the fuck played Trotter? Where's Trotter? Are you talking about the guy that... Captain. Angus Wright? Is that who that is? Yeah. So, Trotter, one of my favorite character arcs in this whole movie. This poor guy is just trying to do his best. He is just doing his job. Uh, but his boss is a dick. His boss is the governor of this fucking British colony uh, in the Caribbean islands. And his boss is a dick. And he's just so earnest and genuine. And he just wants to do a good job. And by the end of it, he's, he's like, you know what? Fuck the British Empire. Fuck all that shit. There ain't no real promising career in the military anyway. I'm going to join you guys because fuck them. Like, I love Trotter. <laughs> Accidentally, my... And then he has to do, like, a 12-hour yeah. shift in the cruise. He, he just rolls with it. He's just like, yep, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> I, I gotta earn your trust somehow. That's fair. Okay. I love this character. I wish we got more of it. I wish we got a sequel with nothing but Trotter being a badass pirate captain. <laughs> and at first... Charges At first like, I was I like, this. poor guy's got to change his name. And then I realized, you know what? It'd be even more badass if he didn't change his name. If he gained an awesome pirate, uh, an awesome reputation as an intimidating pirate captain with a silly-ass name like Trotter. <laughs> Trotter. <laughs> Trotter. Um, and also, like, the British Empire would be like, holy shit, is that fucking Trotter? I mean, to be fair... All the people he fucking tr- are you serious? Knew him died in a fiery, burning inferno. Okay, that that's that's something I have to say about that. Is as much as this movie is the villains, the villain, the main villain, Dogbeard, is good and does Frank an amazing Ray island, yeah. ma- amazing island, an amazing job. But all the other, all the other subpar villains, they get yeah, taken out by they're one there, explosion. No, they're not. They're there until the movie doesn't need them anymore. <laughs> yep. I'm I'm looking up what has what is Patrick Malahide. Oh, we don't need you. You're dead. Was, ooh, he was the main do, uh, Bond villain in the world is not enough. And the Pierce Brosnan. Yeah. Oh, I haven't. He's got, still alive. He's still working. He yet. was on the uh, the British TV series Luther for a while. Wait a minute. Ooh, I remember Wait him. a minute. Wait a minute. That's wait right. a minute. Is this Balon Greyjoy? Hold on. It totally is Balon Greyjoy. Is it? Balon Greyjoy is the old um, man who gave yeah, his uh, throne the, up. Um, so. The dad of the Iron Islands who, the dad? spoiler alert, gets killed by his brother. That guy. Yeah. That's totally... Yep. Okay, that's okay. who I thought it was. That's a little more context. 
That does make sense. I I does liked him, sense? and I think he served his role, and then appropriately blew the fuck up. And uh... Uh, uh, and then the movie ends, but basically, it's like, oh hey, we have all this gold. Let's go and let's go and uh, our charter like go to go to the coast of Africa and do this. I want to be a farmer. I'm sorry. Wait, what? And then the movie just ends, and it's like, I want to be a farmer. No, no, no. Says did he really want to be a farmer, or did he just say that? in the whole movie? Who literally ten minutes ago had his arm brutally broken? In the fucking helm, in the steering wheel, and it's just fine now. <laughs> this guy is awesome. I want to be a farmer. I want to be a farmer. So yeah, so that is Cutthroat Island. Um, it is an interesting movie that I suggest that people watch if you're interested. Um... But uh, we have a rating system here in Cinema Gems. Full gem and amazing movie, half gem and all rating movie, no gem, horrible movie. But Maestro, what so do this you movie give? Wasn't nearly Cut as bad out. as I thought it was going to be going into it, based on the trailers I had seen, based on uh, the DVD casing, and just everything I'd heard in general. I thought this movie was going to be much worse. I thought it was going to be terrible actors and terrible dialogue and terrible effects and. Yeah, there was a few places in the combat and choreography where it was pretty transparent. Like, I definitely saw Gina Davis stick her sword in between someone's arms, and the editing team did nothing about it. This is a, on the lower end of a half a gem. I can't give Just this like, ah, no gem. There are some fun moments. Like, uh, like John Debney's score. Like, like the score? Frank Langella as a terrible villain. Like fucking uh like there are good parts of this movie uh yeah lower end of half a gem okay i give this movie a half a gem but i do suggest that you were in (laughs) i definitely had a few beers before watching this And people are like, oh, that's why you're questioning everything. Yes, that's exactly why. Is this happening in the movie or me being drunk? Or am I mixing it up with the later movies? think that this happened. Yep. Nope. It happened. It happened. Um, So, guys, that is Cutthroat Island. Next week is our last box office bomb month. And it's going to be a doozy. It's going to be a doozy, and I hope the bot my show remember has a what great we're doing. <laughs> it's, been a, it's been a heck of a month. Oh. I'll text, I'll, <laughs> okay. I'll text you a picture of the okay. Blu-ray case after we're done recording. Um, but guys, look. All I have to say is that we understand that things are getting back to normal-ish, uh, but there is some talks about... There are some places wearing in the more country that have already reinstated indoor mask wearing, which, God, I wish we would do that down here, but I'm also not holding yeah. my breath. I'm just going to take it upon myself to keep wearing my mask, even though I'm fully vaccinated. And I, en- yes. um, I, I as well, am fully vaccinated. I still wear my mask. Same. I can't make you do anything, but I would 
definitely encourage you. Uh, do what you can to be safe. And do what you can to keep the people around you safe. Keep in mind there are people who literally cannot get the vaccine. Even if they really want to. So the idea that there are people out there who can mm -hmm. and choosing not to is incredibly irresponsible and incredibly infuriating. Because there are people who literally can't. That would love to. That would love to be 100% safe from this. But because of the choices of some very egotistical and narcissistic people, can't. So. Yes. All we gotta say, guys, is wear your mask. We strongly recommend that you do. Also, guys, breathe. Take some time for yourself. And I'll reiterate what I said at the very beginning of the pandemic. Why are you breathe? Laughing? Not on someone, but breathe. <laughs> yes. Um, guys, t take some time for yourself. Um, take some time uh, to get ready to emotionally. We're getting ready to go into the holiday season, so I know that <laughs> family stress can be very, um, yeah, palpable now. Um, but all I gotta say, guys, is just breathe. Take some time for yourself. Think about your do what you gotta do to and how they are on other people. And it's okay to not be okay. It's okay to exactly. need recovery time. Um, it's okay also to need recharge time. Do what you gotta do to take care of yourself. And it's also okay to talk to people that you trust about your problems slash feelings or thoughts and be a clear and safe environment that they Cinema won't judge Gems, you. Besides being about movies, uh, has always been about preaching self-care and self-respect. Exactly. Uh, and good mental health. And good mental health. And also, um, not objectifying women. You needed with their to one sexy more time, bodies. didn't you? Um, <laughs> I had a feeling you weren't done with that. <laughs> yeah, I did. That was the trip. That was the trifecta. Um, uh, look, guys, uh, if you want us to review certain movies, if you want us to be the podcast that you want to listen to, as a great person once said, please make sure that you email cinemagems15 at gmail. Also, you can find us on Instagram at Cinema Gems 15. At, uh, I'm sorry. Whoa! Cinema Gems Pod is, is the, the Instagram. And Cinema Gems underscore pod is the Twitter handle. Um, if you want us to get in any direct communication between the two of us slash four, including, uh, you know, Patron and also uh, GLaDOS, uh, those three are the best communication. I get notifications from the Twitter page directly to onto my phone. Hey, so if you ever want to talk to us, if you ever want to ask us yes. questions, I also get the same on feedback, Instagram. Uh, criticism, comments, concerns, recipes. You can email us at cinemagems15 at gmail.com. You can tweet me and the admiral at uh, cinemagems underscore pod. And also my. Uh, Instagram, my personal Instagram, and my personal Twitter is Holland Sci-Fi. You can also um, so find you need me, to get in touch with me that way. Twitter, you can. The Robert um, but my show. On, uh, Instagram, the Robert MMX. Admittedly, I haven't posted a whole lot to either of those pages because I've been busy looking at the Cinema Gems page. Because oh my god, it's actually way more exciting. <laughs> yes, definitely. Um, guys, all I have to say is that um, we know we're getting back to normal ish but look you still have us to listen to you still have us to actually 
uh, here are take away from the madness for about an hour a week. Um, the main reason why I started this podcast is because I used to work in a video store and I wanted uh, I liked giving recommendations to people. And this, I can basically recommend a movie to watch. Like, you can see the title and go, oh, okay, I'm going to watch this movie first for my own opinion and then listen to this. Or you could listen, just listen to us yeah, talk about the plot. You can do what I do with and stumble around games, it. which is not shell out the 60 bucks for a half complete video game and just watch someone else play it and watch someone else be frustrated like, "Oh my god, this game is broken as hell." To which I can be like, "Oh, thank god I didn't waste my money on that." Oh, see, I just Oh, see, I just go to, <laughs> to my little brother, the petty officer, and he usually buys games. And he's like, oh, God, this game. Do you want this game? Yeah, I'll borrow it. He's like, it sucks. And I'm like, I didn't spend 60 bucks on it. That's fine with me. It's fine with me. And then I get frustrated, but I'm not as frustrated as I would be if I paid 60 bucks for it. Um, but look, guys, all we have to say is uh, wipe your hooves and see you later. But before we go any further, also thank you, Marty and the Eric and Zerber, for letting us your website. LowRainPictures.com. Also, Kevin George, thank you for letting me choose your music. And also, that digging the mu new music is coming up right after the Kevin George music. That is also done by the very illustrious Buttmeister himself. And he doesn't get uh, enough praise like he should. I, I appreciate it. Why thank are you, you laughing? So I'm giving you praise. Um, as always, I want to thank our Swapper Jacks friends and our family members who, who listen to the show, support the show, uh, give us recommendations. We love you guys. Take care of yourself so you can take care of other people. Yes. Um, and also, guys, wipe always. your hooves and see you later. But also, black lives always matter, no guys. making us say that. We just, yeah. Uh, bye. It's the right thing to do. No. We choose to it's say the right it thing we, to do. because it's, it is the correct thing to do. All men, all men are created equal. All people are created equal. Not just me. Anyway, Bye. <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye.